Hello and welcome back to What Do You Know For Sure podcast with me, Anne Hughes. In this episode 16, I'm joined by Kate Donnelly. And this is a wonderful conversation about love, the fact that love matters. It's about acceptance and resilience and intuition. And just a really wonderful chat reflecting back, I think, on on life and the things that equipped us with the tools to move forward, but also that real understanding that what resilience looks like and feels like and displays itself as for one person isn't necessarily the same for another. So lots of lovely wisdom in this one. Kate has also been on Ignite the Radio Show, although we do forget to refer to it in in the, the podcast, but she was on show 107 on the 17th of August 2020. So if you do want to listen to that, again, just pop on to my Mixcloud and you'll be able to scroll back and listen to that. In the meantime, enjoy this conversation with Kate. And today on What Do You Know For Sure podcast, I'm delighted to welcome Kate. Hi, Kate. Thanks for joining me. Hi, Anne. Hi. Hi. And tell us a wee bit about you, Kate. Uh, well, my name's Kate Donnelly and I'm an actor and a writer and a CBT therapist. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's nice to have a few different things to choose from. Yeah. These days, we all need to be Renaissance women. <laughs> I like that. I, I've never thought of myself as a Renaissance woman, but I'm resonating deeply because I'm a lot of things myself just now. And I, I can't, obviously, I've known you for a few years now, Kate, and we've had lots of interesting conversations. But tell me this what do you know for sure? Well, just a few things, really, for sure, because I think overall we don't know very much about what we're doing, thinking about in this wee planet. But number one, love is what really matters. You know, there's love and there's fear, and we need do our best to maintain our love uh, position because it's when we fall into the fear that that things can go awry. The other thing that I do know for sure is in this life that it's really important to accept what it throws at us because the truth is we don't really control very much at all. And so, you know, we can control our responses to things sometimes Mm -hmm. um, in the sense that we can reframe it and get our balance back and all of that. But if what I've discovered in my life is if, if we accept the really difficult things that's how we can find and build resilience we can find ways of dealing with things we can find people that we need in our lives to help us with stuff we can allow ourselves to ask for help mm-hmm. um so i think it's acceptance for me is key um which includes accepting the fact that we are all just hanging about in this sweet planet mm-hmm. on for your life um, and when you reflect on your life kate where do you think that need to have acceptance and be resilient is has been most stark i suppose has been has really shown itself to you in life i suppose the birth of my daughter my daughter's got learning disabilities and quite challenging behaviour at times and um, that was quite a shock because I didn't know until she was born that there was that she was going to have additional needs and that's taught me she has taught me kind of everything that's kind of worth knowing to be honest um, you know those two things about love you know there's love and there's fear well I was very fearful when she came into my life because I was like what is this what can I do but I don't know how to do this I don't have you know you don't get the manual for a kid but you certainly don't get the manual for this and um in actual fact, she brought everything with her that she's needed. So mm-hmm. uh, that's been a process of discovery mm-hmm. and, you know, just accepting that she is the way that she is and she is who she is and who she is is quite formidable, actually. Yeah. Um, and so that's been, it's, it's actually been a very powerful experience in my life as well. That acceptance was the, the, the greatest part of it because I realised early doors that I resisted 
um, the truth of, of of who she was and the difficulties that she had, and the, rather, differences rather than difficulties. Really, um, I realised that if I resisted that, I was I was going to get into depression and despair, and I wasn't going to be able to build the resilience that I needed to be her mom. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'd uh-huh. say that sort of. And do you think that journey of being Rosie's mum has been the the place where you have found most of your resilience that can carry you through life now? As you I, think, I think I think so. I mean, I think I'd built some resilience um, before that. You know, I think there was events that happened in my my younger years um, uh, that. You know, when, particularly when I was a teenager, when I was nineteen, I had a, a an experience that you know of a, a, an abusive partner that was really difficult. I mean, you only only did it once, you only walked me once, and that was enough. Um, and I did build some resilience as a result of that. Uh, and also, I think what what in terms of one thing in addition that I know for sure is that we should always listen to our intuition. Mm. Because when that guy asked me out, everything in my body was screaming no don't do this. My intuition was so strong and I disobeyed it because I thought my mother would be impressed because he was a medic. I mean, how shy is that? But anyway, so that was another learning thing of actually our intuition is the most intelligent part of our being and we we mistrust it or we disobey it at our peril. So I would say that's definitely another another thing I know for sure. And you know, if we chat just briefly about the resilience thing, so many people would reflect that I'm just not resilient. You've heard folks saying that. Whereas the way you speak about resilience, and certainly I know how I see resilience in my life, do you believe that resilience is a muscle that just needs to be worked? And actually we've all got the power to be resilient? I think it's like everything else in life. It's like what it's kind of thrown at you. If you've had a life of... Um, early years neglect, abuse, where you've not where you've not been given, you know, a sense of yourself. They talk about the mirror neurons, you know. Mm-hmm. So if you've not had caregivers to let you know from the expression in their eyes and their faces that you're worth something, it's very difficult as a tiny little mm-hmm. thing to feel that in any way because you've you've not you've not got anything to compare it to you don't have any other so so there can be people who've not had proper attachment in their lives in early years that can end up with with a kind of a disorder and of a very disorganized attachment mm-hmm. style which means that they don't know how to trust and they don't know how to be and so i think for those people they do they do develop a kind of resilience but it's no one you want um so i think there are some for some people in life it's the, the, in terms of that the cards are really stacked against them mm-hmm. but for the most part most of us build up resilience i think that even really very sensitive people or people who regard themselves as um, maybe weak or not strong in that way. I think if they really reflected on how they've coped with the things that they've had to cope with in their lives, they'd actually realise that they're much more resilient than they consciously were aware of to look at it. Uh Um, So, yeah, and even the people with disorganised attachment styles, you know, like... They'll, they'll survive and they'll, they'll develop, you know, strategies and, and ways of, of being resilient. But it might not be, it might not be joyful. It might not be caring. It might not be because those things haven't been shown to them. And I suppose, um, I mean, we're recording this in January 21. So we're in Scotland and Glasgow. We're both in Glasgow and the second major lockdown, I suppose, do you think that we will emerge as a people that are more resilient or will we emerge with all different 
you know, because the way you're speaking about resilience there, it's like one person's resilience is very different to another person's resilience. So it's interesting if you had thought, because I know that you are a therapist as well, if you had thoughts on how how we can possibly emerge from this not broken as a, think, as a people? Well, I think, I think the thing that people have missed most, Mike Delaney was talking about this, you know, Mike, Mike was talking about this, the thing that people miss most is touch, actual physical human touch. That's what we really, really need. And I think that the people who've maintained... Um, communication and connection and relationships and even if it's just when they go to the supermarket getting into a conversation with the person that's serving them or you know whatever and mm-hmm. um, that helps to, to to keep those connections in place I think this is what we've got to remember that we really really need each other and we need to be in connection to each other so I think that yeah we can emerge from this in some ways stronger because we are learning I think we're all learning how important we are to each other and that our relationships are what matters the most and that we have to be really kind to ourselves and to each other Mm. I I think that's something that we are all very much appreciating so I think we can emerge from it and I think it will be a process again but I think there's a lot of things about you know, priorities and perspective that we're all learning, as well as the resilience stuff, I think that we're all learning and I think that as a people, I think that Glaswegians, you know, we know how chatty we are, I mean you can talk talk to, you know, you get in a conversation with everybody in Glasgow about everything all the time, you just fall into them and I think that we, we've always been that way and I think for us this has been very challenging actually um, because we're not getting the same level of interaction but as long as you're having someone that you're valuing it and you're making sure you get it yeah, I think it's. I think we certainly can emerge. Yeah, but you need to take it a step at a time. Yeah, and to come back to something else that that you knew for sure, you spoke about your intuition with that that guy that you shouldn't have been out with. What role has intuition played in your life since then? You know, has intuition a big part of your life now, and in, in terms of how you make decisions? I always listen to it now. It's it's funny because I care a great deal about people and if, if I get a feeling about oh no I want to reject this suggestion somebody's made for something for instance um, I will work very hard to to say no but in the kindest possible way um, and sometimes I still do not completely reject my intuition but I kind of you know I kind of work around it a little bit when actually my intuition is going no this is a non-starter, just forget it. I, I will ease my way out of it as gently as possible. So, um, so yeah, I do I, I do follow my intuition. Mm-hmm. I do listen to it. And it's I, a self-kindness, isn't it, really, to follow your intuition? It's a self-safety, I think, because I, I think it's, it's primarily about keeping danger at bay. That's how I experience it. Uh, it can also be a bit where you're letting in the good stuff. Well, this will be good. This will be great. Oh, yeah, I like this person. But I, I can even feel where my intuition is in my body. I'm sitting here <laughs> with my hand in my abdomen. I can feel where my intuition is. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I definitely do listen to it much more. And I'm much more aware of it. Uh-huh. Fantastic. Is there anything else you want to share about what you know for sure, Kate, before we finish up? Just that Joe Biden's going to have to have, you know, every angel at his blinking disposal at the minute if we're going to get through the next four years with what's happening in America. It's scary biscuits. The world can seem scary just now, can't it? I mean, if you watch the news, which I am, I will admit, I am addicted to news. So yeah. if you watch too much of the news, the world seems mad. How do you find peace in that world? I mean, people say just turn off the news which I try to do, especially if my kids are around, but I love the news. I love to know what's going on in the world. 
How do you rationalise a crazy world to an inner calm? How do you find a match with the two? Um, I, I do do a bit of meditation and I've kind of got a lovely piece of music that I listen to that really calms me. But that's that's what it is for me, just sitting in silence or listening mm. to my calming music. That's what brings me back into myself and, you know, everything is okay. Everything yeah. is okay. Aye. We're all right. And I think, you know... In this moment, everything's fine. Uh-huh. And I think there that you hit the nail on the head, don't you, about that just, like, being in silence, being alone with your thoughts for a wee while, because so often people just are always doing something. They're scrolling their phones... They're watching their TV, they're listening to their radio and actually giving yourself that wee tiny moment of nothing is actually how you save yourself, I think. I would agree with you on that. Because I watched, when that insurrection happened on the 6th of January in Washington, D.C., I watched CNN after that for days straight and ended up with a massive headache. (laughs) And I thought, I'm not going to do that to myself again. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it is. It's everything in moderation. <laughs> it is. It is. Thank you so much, Kate, for joining me on the podcast. Oh, you're welcome, Anne. That was great fun. enjoyed it. Hello and thank you for joining me on this episode of What Do You Know For Sure podcast. If you would like to connect with me, you can do that across social media by searching and Hughes Ignite. If I refer to my radio show and the podcast, you can catch those on my Mixcloud. Again, just searching and Hughes Ignite. And if you or anybody you know want to answer this question with me, please do get in touch. Just go onto my website, anhughesignite.co.uk and fill in the contact page at the bottom and I'll be delighted to have this conversation with you too. Thank you.